studio. I'm talking. I'm talking in this other mic. Well, then come over here. Well, then come on over. <laughs> it makes it so much easier to do it in here. No. We yes, it does. It was already set up over there. We literally could have turned on We need to get used to doing it in here. Oh, because we're only going to do this for like, what, three chances before we never do it again? Oh, I mean, at the rate that we're going right. That's what I think of that. All right, so I'm keeping all that in. You so should. That, so then that way the people can hear how you talk we're to gonna, me. No, we're going to talk about it right now. All right. Okay, so, okay. Th go ahead, introduce the show. Well, I mean, by now they should know this is the Art and Span show. This is episode I don't remember. Um, we're finally getting back on track, yes. which we're going to talk about that too. Yes. But I wanted to get this all set up. I moved offices. Okay, I'm totally interrupting him, okay? Oh, he moved God. offices into what is now, what was what was a morning show studio. Mm -hmm. So it has been since dismantled, so it's not as morning show-y as it is, and it's more office. Correct. But we were like, okay, well, we have a little bit of time. We want to do another new episode, because mm -hmm. we just did the one at the ballpark. So let's do some more talking. But he was like... Hold on. I want to do it in the in my office. I'm like, wait, dude, we can just go to a studio no. where it's already set up, and you know I'm in a crunch time because I got to get out of You're here. You're not in that much of a crunch soon. time. It's 12-something right now, the day that we're recording it, and you've got to leave once Terry comes back, which is yes. what time? I still have to set up the prizes and stuff that I'm going to be taking. You'll be all right. You got plenty of time. You got plenty oh of time. Oh, my God. I got to drive, man. I got to get there. I got to get set up. And it took an extra two minutes to feel You feel way an more comfortable. An extra five. An you extra feel five. So much more comfortable in here too no i, I can tell i can tell just by your demeanor man you are laid back you are like i'm always laid back i in feel the studio. i feel great right now nothing's bad i can you're tell. projecting because you yeah, feel, feel so great. much better yep, you're like great. i'm in a studio and we're doing the show and yep. it also happens to be my office so this makes me happy yep we could have done this just easily six feet is, to the left this is my safe spot this you've been I, in this office for a week and i feel comfortable I feel I feel like if uh, if I needed a place to live, I could live here. I have a sleeping bag right over there. Well, it's big enough. You definitely have yeah. space. You know what? I uh, I've slept at radio stations before. So have I. And I feel like this would be the most comfortable one. I would agree. I feel like it's got like a, a homey feeling to it. You know. Like, I just, yeah. I, I feel like if I was to fall asleep somewhere, I could literally, I could set up a cot right there. You have so much art in here. It's yeah. like somebody's living room. I know. Let's see. I'm counting. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Like, these are yours too? Well, technically, they're the company. I was about the Silver Silver Bells pictures. I was but like, I was at the Silver Bells, and that was like our, hey, thanks for coming to Silver Bells. So, yeah, technically, they are mine. And I'm going to have all, um, uh, they're like collector's cards. I'm waiting to get one more, but I got to do the silver bells Oh, I'm first. sure you can put them on the market for about eight cents a piece. <laughs> <laughs> You'll almost be able to buy a piece of gum, so long as it's 1947. The, uh, the whole situation of posting the old episodes, just for clarification, just to kind of get this out there, um, it, Span was put in charge of doing all of the... Uh, mega uh, mega cruise to mega mega deaths. So you were <laughs> you were on all of the locations. The beyond air beyond board. Yeah, there you go. People on the mega. Cruise. I'm only on one day a week on that station. That's yeah, all that. Okay. Well, and I'm gonna see if Terry's listening right now. Here's a trick. Terry hates me and doesn't want me to be on anymore. <laughs> now, if I get a reaction, that I know that he actually listens to these. 
<laughs> I wouldn't listen to these. Jeez. You're so goofy. But you were doing all of them, man, yes, due to some yes. discrepancies. It and- was some discrepancies having to do with paperwork and insurance and whatnot. So Terry and I were going to sp- – there's going to be four stops a day for about three weeks. Mm-hmm. And we were going to split them yeah. to a day, him for me and me for him. And then uh, that discrepancy happened on, like, day three. So I had to do them all. Right. So that meant driving all over all over mid-Michigan from Jackson to St. John's. From uh, you Perry, were everywhere, Perry to Grand Ledge, and it was it was it was kind of bananas. It was uh, it was a lot. Yeah. And when when I realized Wednesday was happening, I was like, "Thank God!" Yeah. Like when I did that last Facebook Live on Wednesday, I was at Shaheen Chevrolet. I was like, "This place is awesome," but I'm so glad to be done with these. And then I found out I had two more remotes to do, <laughs> which I'm about to prepare for pretty soon yeah, after the, we film this. But, after but the this thing podcast. is, is like in the grand scheme of things, a lot of people say like, "Well, you work in radio; it's easy," and, and they just picture it as just two doofuses talking on a microphone, and that's it. And it's so much more than that. It's it a is. job just like anything else. Just like uh, you know, being uh, on the road or being you know doing any other job, like it's it's difficult. I mean, you're saying that, but we got paid to play video games for an yeah. hour and a half yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I, yeah. I, I'm not saying I don't have fun at my job. Believe me, I've been told that. <laughs> I have fun at my job. It's just when you're in a position like you and I are, and Terry, when there's you know uh, things to get done, it's not always fun. It's got to get through. Oh, the it's work. not even remotely fun. Yeah, like that's the thing that you can't really help people. There's no way to quantify. Like there are moments where we get to know, you know, be paid to talk to artists mm-hmm. and to to like go to events and to like play video games apparently but like what it takes to get to that point is crazy and it's a whole lot of monotony it's a whole lot of repetition it's a whole lot of negotiation negotiating things that you think oh my god i shouldn't have to negotiate this but you have to negotiate or you get in a situation where and bringing this full circle a couple weeks ago we were talking about king 810 and wanting to interview them yes and then it comes full circle and you're like oh my gosh like they're going to be coming to town and i i feel like that's an episode where we have to we have to somehow even if it's talk, I feel like it needs to be done on mic. But I want you to talk to them because of the, the uh, King Eight One. Yeah, because of uh, just the uh, the tone of the last time that they were mentioned, to where I could see, and I think you see it too, how they're depicting a place that it's it's not as bad, but the music makes it seem like it's the most terrible place on earth. Yeah, but like I can't. Like, I can't, I'm not coming from, see, the problem is when I talk to, if I were to talk to King 810, I wouldn't be coming from the, from like a fan or radio perspective. I would be coming from an investigative journalist perspective. Cause yeah, I got that's to, good though. Yeah, I but, I, but I got questions like, okay, how are you guys not glorifying the violence in Flint? Right. Like, you'd like to think, you know, you know, they probably think of themselves like an NWA type, you know, where they're just telling the stories from their area. Yeah, you which know? is exactly what it is though. Yes, but the, no, the difference is NWA was bringing awareness to a problem that no one previously had. 
now everybody knows South Central LA has a whole bunch of problems, including gangs, okay. police violence, and everything else. How's so, that different from the problems that happen in Flint and every other town that has a high murder rate, though? But we know about what's going on in Flint. But where is the? There is no show, social active projection that uh, I've seen from King Eight One Zero. It's entirely the done, music like, the and water. the culture. They've, they've donated water, and they've uh, they've made songs where the proceeds go to the crisis and everything. So I think that they've done their part. Uh, I think they've done a part. Meanwhile, would you go to a King 810 show with your kids? No, but I wouldn't take my kids to a, a, a kid rock show either. Because it's a when it becomes like a parental advisory thing. Now, a Kid Rock show and a King Eight One Zero show you, are different. Thank you. Okay. The, 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 the diff- the, I brought it up to my it, buddy. It's it's the difference between taking your kids to a show with profanity and taking your kids <laughs> to a show where they could be shot. Okay. Yeah, but there's that's a not, big no, difference. I feel like that's a per, that's a, there's definitely idiots in the crowd that at any show could do that. But I feel like it's a personification of the band that isn't necessarily true. Yes, but the music brings that element in and welcomes it now i'm not saying that they do it openly Mm -hmm. but if you don't openly stop it you're as good as welcoming it because the music that was brings that you're welcome it brings that out of people Mm -hmm. like if you make music is designed to evoke an emotion in a person right now you shape that emotion by letting them know yo these aspects of what we do we're telling a story we don't want you to do these things Mm -hmm. In my world, I have at no point seen anything from K one O King eight one O saying, "You know all these guns we bring on stage. We don't want you to be shooting." Yeah, but they're guns. not. They're not there to police everybody listening to the music either. You're this- right. No band is ever responsible to police their stuff. Yeah. I'm saying when you're an artist, mm-hmm. if what you're doing is legal, you can absolutely do whatever the heck you want to. Yeah. I'm not talking about shutting down what they do. I'm talking about calling into question some of the motivations behind the things that they do okay. because bands like that tend to go well we're just telling a story or we're just getting it out there how are you changing the perspective of people who are experiencing but I feel this? like that's it's just an art form and it's a way of expressing your lifestyle or the way that you grew up in an artistic way and it doesn't always have to have a cause behind I it I agree and it doesn't mm-hmm. but I'm saying if you're asking me to talk to them yeah I want you that's to. where I, want, I come which in I don't, as it, that it, like, like, I, I honestly don't think it's going to happen because, it, like, no, it it, to be completely not. transparent, Terry and I are King 810 fanboys. Like, I, 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 I think I shared the story of me wanting to do mixed martial arts with David, and I sent him a, yeah, an Instagram. Yeah, don't, don't even. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we told so, that story on air. It still makes me cringe. Yeah. It's, it, oh, like, my God. You know, you were just telling me that I need to do mixed martial arts, and I just said, well, I don't want to do it by myself. So why not grab somebody that I think would be that's really good at it? And you're like, ooh, that's so fanboyish. And then Terry goes, when we're trying to like possibly set up an interview with them, which David doesn't do many interviews, but Terry's already talked to him once before. Terry goes, yeah, if you want, you could sit in on the interview with me and fanboy and it's like you know what i'm not sharing these stories anymore look look i am am still saying you should i'm still saying you should take mixed martial arts i'm just saying the way you went about it wasn't about mixed martial arts it was about getting hot and sweaty with your family no don't say it like that (laughs) don't say it like that because that wasn't it it was looking up to someone like i i don't look up that sounds even cringier okay i i look at 
at, at that band itself as a band that is very artistic and very creative in their approach to things. Okay. And I respect it enough. And then when someone from the band is posting stuff like, hey, here's me working out. Hey, here's me doing stuff. I'm like, man, I'd love to hang out with that dude and just pick his brain. Yeah. He's smarter than I am. But I would how, love to learn something. But how you hang out with someone like that is be doing what they do and be doing it around them someplace they are. And then and just, oh, that's even worse. And look, hey, dude. sorry that you're. I'm at the same place that you are. It wasn't stalkerish or anything. I just happened to show up at the same gym. If you <laughs> say it like that, it absolutely time. is stalkerish. There is nothing <sighs> wrong with wanting to align yourself with someone you fa- you fan over. There's nothing wrong with that. If that was the re- if that was the case, then you could never ever ever like the same things that people you admire do, and it happened to like them in places where they happen to be. The difference is putting your. The difference is making sure the priority is your growth and development. And if it happens to be around where they are, cool. If stuff happens, it is. If it doesn't, it's not. But you, I mean, you just like, hey, I just, you I know what? think you're awesome. Me? And your sweat tastes like mint. Okay, jo- don't do this. <laughs> you're doing it. You know, I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick <laughs> of being open and honest with people and getting crapped on for it. I literally just said, I messaged him. Hey, man, seeing that you're doing some mixed martial artist stuff, I would like to do the mixed martial artist stuff with you. I would like to do the with you. You know, and that's what makes me mad. I open myself up. I open myself up and you just come in and you just, you hit me hard. And that's okay. You would never do that, right? Oh, no, I would never do that. I'm spam. People want to work out with me. People want to be around me. <laughs> okay, I can say, I can say, I can say, I did, when we were discussing this, there was a story I actually had of uh, a celebrity that I actually admired who I wanted to talk to. His name is Loki. He's a pro wrestler. He was in the TNA X division. You're making fun of me about wanting to be around a band member, and you have no problem still, this day, watching Men in Underwear. And I'm wrong. Yeah. And I'm wrong. I didn't say you're wrong. I said I was making fun of you for it. Yeah. Just like I'm giving you a story where you can make fun of me. Okay, because this guy doesn't happen to wear underwear, but there are other guys who he wrestled with that do. Okay. They all get oiled up and sweaty, yes. and they okay. jump on each other. Here and try and pin each other for three seconds. You're making me uncomfortable. (laughs) So anyway, I emailed him, and we had an interesting exchange. Mm -hmm. An exchange that, you know, he stopped talking to me once it got really philosophical, and I couldn't keep up. Like, he was going so deep. And I, like, I emailed him a response that, like, 43-year-old span would have known how to respond to keep the conversation going. Mm-hmm. Back then, I'm pretty sure I gave the fanboy response. And this is on an old-ass Rocketmail account, uh-huh. so I don't know where those Rocket emails Mail. are. Wow, I haven't yeah. heard that. Yeah, I know. I yeah. know. And it was on the comeback for Rocketmail. Uh-huh. So they were gone, and they came <laughs> back. But anyway, yeah, he just stopped responding. Uh-huh. And, like, I still followed his career for a while when I was watching TNA. But, like, I totally felt like at some point I was like, did I just – did I just – did I just hoe myself out for you know a celebrity? What, though? I feel like the only reason you feel that way is because other people have made you feel that way. No, I haven't told that story to anyone. This is the first time that story's coming out. There's only been like a couple times where I've fangirled out with meeting someone. One story I'm not allowed to talk about because of the incidents that happened. What? Yeah, about the whole, uh, you, I've told you off air. 
but it, just to protect my own stupidity. And there was alcohol involved, and it was. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, and I I fangirled out in the sense of, I drank with this person, because I thought that they were awesome. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So you know. Yeah. Oh my god. But that That's wasn't. Gross. That was that. Okay. I go to a place. No. Okay? Not you. Not you. Oh, not the incident you. Incident itself. No. The celebrity. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was. He. He was. And it was a he. And he. Oh. Yeah. But regardless, I, I can't even listen to his music the same anymore. I just want to. Oh. But the thing is, is regardless, I I don't talk about that story because it does make me look like a fangirl. Okay. And uh, it, but I don't know why you keep saying fangirl, fanboys just goofy like i'm not gonna assume my fan genderness okay (laughs) but there's been like a handful but i can honestly say like every celebrity that i've met or artist that i've met like i do get nervous no matter who they are like they can be someone to where i don't know a single song by them but it's the stature that comes with it and that you know you want to make an impression on someone and do a, a good interview yeah so, like, with the interviews coming up, with Disrupt Fest and other stuff going, like, I'm nervous. But I like that feeling of nervousness because there's certain aspects of my job that I still do that I don't get nervous about anymore. I just treat it as, like, it's the 9 to 5 whatever. But, like, with interviewing, it's always been, whether it's been a local artist, whether it's been, you know, the governor, whether it's been, you know, somebody big, I get super nervous. But I chase that feeling. You know, you get excited, like, that, that butterflies in your stomach feeling. You know, and but to be called a fanboy or a fangirl because I enjoy being around this person and look up to that person. And okay, yeah, okay, cool. And and you know what? Anybody who's listening is like, "Wow, you're a freaking douche. You you you, you messaged." It. Yeah, I did. Okay, and I don't regret it. <laughs> and I'd do it again today. I totally. It's you just- treat them like they're human. Just like I would ask any stranger. Hey, stranger on the street, do you want to do some Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu with me? (laughs) Hey, random guy at the gas station, you look strong. I like, like, I'm not going to lie, the level of cringe that I felt when I did that. I felt so stupid. And the fact that I was stupid enough to tell my best friend about it, and he's like... Oh, man. He's like, he, he, like, but the thing is, is uh, that band and their persona follows him so much that he's, he's uh, as big as you. I mean, he's a big dude, and he won't go to the show. He's like, I'm not going. I was like, why? He's like, because I don't need to fight. It's, a bra- it's like, it doesn't, like, it just go and enjoy the show. I'm not asking you to get in a mosh pit with me and try and fight everybody. Just get there and enjoy the show. Yeah, I'm like, no thanks. Like, I'm like, I, no. Like, I go to a show. It's, okay, first of all, I'm spoiled, okay? Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of bands perform, okay? Yeah. And I've seen a lot of bands perform in situations where I was in a VIP situation. Right. Before I was ever in radio, my mom used to work for a company that had access to a low-level suite at the Palace Mm -hmm. and good tickets at DTE, like fourth row. Yeah. So I have seen probably 50 to 100 performances of all kinds with free food, access to booze for free, which I couldn't drink for most of my life when I had access to it. But like, so it's like seeing a show for me is not it's it takes a lot for me to be no but that's the thing that's the thing i was talking to my buddy about this and i said uh, uh, i can no longer go to a show 
And uh, like with the radio thing, you get to go backstage. You get yes. to go meet the band. Yes. So like now, uh, like paying for a ticket, I won't pay for tickets. Right. But it's like, it's almost like, it's not an ego thing either. It's just that I've been so accustomed to this lifestyle. Yes. Yes. that like. But uh, I'm telling you, man, I think you should go just to see the energy. Because it's it's unlike it's uh, the following that they have is one thing. Put the following to the side, and 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 I understand and I respect your opinion on that. But just the energy that comes with that show, I've seen it in the sense of I saw him play. This is so weird at a uh, bookstore in Flint. They did an acoustic set, and it was it was insane. There was only a hundred people in there, and I went. They had a hundred people for an acoustic set. Yeah, at a bookstore. inside of a bookstore, you had to buy tickets and everything like that. And and I went and watched them, and I think they played eight or nine songs acoustically, some that they had never played acoustically before. Right. It was awesome. And then I was supposed to go last year. Something happened, didn't go. The only live King show that I've seen is them at a bookstore, but the, that's on YouTube, or the stuff that's on YouTube is like the energy. Or oh, I did see them at Dirt Fest one year, but I was way in the back, um, and I was working at the time, so I couldn't really, you know, when you're working at a concert venue or whatever, you can't appreciate it as much as being there or being backstage right. but you should go just to for one you should support your boy what's his name the guy alfonso from, uh, alfonso of Heartsick. Yes. yes you should go and support alfonso and you should go to the show it'll be fun for you all right yeah. all right i'll go why do i have to convince you to go to a rock show because I got stuff to do, man. No, you always you always yell at me about the calendar, and you're like, you know, uh, I got you tickets for this, and you didn't go. You're no, right. That's because, one show. That's because I offer you tickets. One no, show. No, I, it's not even that I offer you tickets. It's that I'll, you'll be like, dude, Spin, can you get me tickets to the show? Oh, okay. It happened like, one dude, time. It happened twice. It happened Okay, twice. what was the twice? The Fever Show. That was one. The Fever Show, and the other one was... Uh, you can't even remember it. Whitechapel. Okay, you're right, but <laughs> but you're right. I was so upset about that. Why didn't I go to that show? I don't know. Probably depression. Ugh. Probably depression. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna poo poo you because you just weren't feeling the spirit. Yeah. And you decided to hook up a friend instead. Yeah. It's just like. Which you know funny. what happened? What he didn't go. Want to know why? He's got a good, uh, not an excuse, an actual reason. His truck broke down, middle of the road. Oh my god! Yeah, so he got, and he was excited to go, and I felt like a jerk for not being able to go. So I was like, "Hey, tickets are in your name now. Thanks to Span, you're good to go." And then, yeah, he couldn't go. Yeah, see, that's it's. it's, Here's the thing: Do you feel? And I guess we're on the same level of as far as shows go, to where you get really excited. You're like, "Man, I'm gonna go! I'm gonna go!" Then the day of the show comes. You start getting that doubt. You're like, man, I didn't sleep good last night. Man, I, I got a long drive home. And then the night of the show comes, and you're just like, I'm not going. No, and there's I, nothing that can convince you to go. I feel that way the minute I decide to go. Like, the minute yeah. I the minute I commit my time, really, I'm like, ugh. Because for me, it's 50-50. Like, what happens is, if I don't like a band's show... I don't ever want to see him again. If I yeah. like it, it has to be. It has to be for me to like a show. It has to be damn near a transformative experience. I'm telling you, man. I just the energy alone and the the following that this band has. I think that I think you will enjoy. You may not like the music or the message behind it. There but, are bands with music and message I have enjoyed. 
with music and message I found ridiculous, whose music I enjoyed the heck out of. Yeah. It's just, I mean, you have to be a really good band to walk that line with me. And it's, it's, I just, I'm spoiled, man. Yeah. I am spoiled as hell. And yeah. it's, it's horrid for me to want to go to shows. Like, I be chilling in my house. Like, I'm playing video games. I got a drink half done. <laughs> like, and I'm just thinking, I could leave this comfort to go maybe see a band whose music might turn me off to them. Doesn't it suck, though, that, and the reason that you feel that way is obviously age. Like, as you get older, you just don't want to do as much stuff. Yes. But then also, like, working in this industry. Like, yes. it's made it to where, man, I don't want to do nothing. Yes. And, 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 like, yo, people, like, please don't take this as us saying that, like, your enjoyment of a show is indicative of a lower threshold for enjoyment. Not at all. Like, we are put into a position where we get to be next to the bands but that we get to watch. We talk to them. We get to interact with them. These people become part of our work social circles. These are like, like if if you have a job that involves working with different divisions of people, like imagine as like Dave in accounting, who's like you don't see him much and you don't really run in his circle. But when you see him, you know it's kind of fun because you know he's gonna crack you up, he's gonna say something nice. And when you get to do work functions with him, like oh you go to wife, you're like yo you're gonna get me Dave from accounting. He's hilarious. <laughs> he's so much fun. Well, these are what these people become to us yeah. when we get to like them and be around them. But it's almost a high too. Yes. Like, like when you go to a show and you experience that high being side stage or backstage or yes. front row or whatever you want to always chase that because yes. if you go back to just being a person who goes to a show and has to buy a ticket it's not the same just like with with people who fly airplanes if you're flying the airplane it's yeah. freaking awesome yeah if you're sitting in the back it's boring like well, it's just like you get used to that high see i think of it more like when you fly the airplane you get to determine where you go yeah. when you sit in the plane like I mean, you don't if you're if you fly airplanes, you don't want to buy plane tickets anymore. Yeah. You want to hook that stuff up. You want to make sure you get the nicest planes, the planes that you know are going to be running through safer areas. Yeah. Pl- I mean, when you have when you get to be around luxury of any kind, right. you want to maintain that level of luxury. It's just human. That's like 90 percent of the reason why I got into radio was to it was to get the cool experiences. And then I didn't realize that the lack of pay also comes with that. <laughs> That's 90% of the reason 90% of us get into yeah. this industry. We yeah. don't get into it because I want to make radio better. We get right. into it because I get to be next to my favorite bands. Yeah, but you know what? Some people express it a little bit more. And some people message those band members on a private device just to hang out with them. Slide into you DMs. You can, so you can slide up I'm into a, a BJJ I'm, session. I'm a dude who slid into another dude's DMs. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, I guess when you put it like that, it doesn't sound good, no matter how you phrase it. I don't know why you was trying to change up the prospect, man. It, it's funky every way around. Yeah. It's adorable, though. It shows. See, from his perspective, he deals with a crazy fan base, so he has to be careful on who he maintains contact with. But me knowing you and knowing the intent, I know how innocent it was. It and was just, I, it, and I think he would have been much benefited to actually pursue that with you. That's right, because I am just as important as anyone else. I create art. My name's Art. I, I, man. I've got a leg lock like you wouldn't believe. I'm sure you do. And I haven't even and I haven't even gone to BJJ classes. I, I'm freaking. I'm tough. Okay. I'll roll with you anytime. I'll put a weapon on you. 
All right, I would choke you with your own T-shirt. And no, I have choked <laughs> grown men out your size. They were very much under the influence, and it was very I, easy. Our, our, that sounded that, yeah, no, that didn't bro. sound good at all. Yeah, you made that real weird. Yeah, that sounded weird. <laughs> like oh, they're very. There's a lot of mention. There's a lot of points in here. It's like, um, we could have said that different. We could have said that different. But regardless, I don't. I don't regret. Send, I guess I do regret sending it. But you know what? I don't regret sharing it because I know that there's somebody out there listening that's done yes. something stupid in the sense of fangirling out. Yes. Okay. And when we're huge. Our listeners have a disclaimer. Our listeners will be like, we heard them talk about fanboying out, so we'll try and chill out. And we'll we'll just be like careful when we approach them so we don't make them feel weird. Why? What you think that we're gonna have like people following us? Like, uh, like we're gonna be in a? I know we are, dude. I've had three stalkers, and I've been in radio for thirteen years. Really? You've had yes, I've had three stalkers. Yes, <laughs> I've had my. You've seen I had my car keyed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like stuff is. I mean, and I'm not saying it's been worse for other people. Like there was yeah. someone who worked here who got their hand slashed up by a listener. What? Like a, oh, dude. Okay. For real? Okay, this is a story that I heard. Uh-huh. I cannot I cannot right. for the veracity. I've heard it like fourth hand. Uh-huh. But basically what had happened was <laughs> get a um, hand injury fourth oh, hand. Oh, Sorry. Okay, you win. Um <laughs> Thank you. so there was a, a girl who worked here and uh she worked nights, which, you know, hearing this story when I was working nights is very comfortable, comforting. Mm-hmm. But um she worked nights and uh she was she had a guy who was like trying to meet her and stuff and she was like no no i can't i'm married or given whatever excuse or whatever and uh finally he just waited out in the parking lot and she came out he he was there and she's like uh and he's like no no i just want to shake your hand and she's like uh what he goes no no i just i i'm a fan i just want to shake your hand so okay she after some convincing she relented she goes she reaches out to shake his hand and as he's reaching out she doesn't see it but he brings out a razor and he slashes hand holy what yes 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 see that's the thing about being in the public eye that people don't understand when you're in the public eye people are watching well i mean she immediately fled and got to the hospital somehow and yeah i don't know much about what happened after that but i was like oh yeah i don't think i want to know because you know i walk i was walking out of this building at midnight one two o'clock in the morning in an empty parking lot it's trippy man it's like if i'm in the back you know where my car is. If I'm in the front, you can yeah. know where my car is. Like yeah. being in the public eye means people can track your movement, yeah. can pay attention to who you but are. But that's why. That's why. So I used to post pictures of my son and my children and everything on my on my radio Facebook page, yeah. which has a, a bunch of people on there. And even if a percentage of them were creepy, then you got to figure that at least a thousand of them are creepy. So yes. I just I don't post pictures anymore. I don't talk yes. about. I try not to talk. Like I post a picture like the office, like that I moved into. But I'm not. I don't post pictures of my kids or uh, you know anything about my kids because it's creepy, man. It's creepy as hell. So it's that's why creepy. That's yeah. why you got to guard your personage like like jealously. Yeah. Like be careful who you talk to on a regular. Be careful who you who you. Who you that's hang why I out just with. don't talk to anybody. I just I I I. De- DM artists and and artists that you want you 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 reach up you don't reach down you reach up to people who then could potentially see you as yeah a potential thank stalker. you for looking at it in a respectful way for once I dare you <laughs> no regardless it, 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 it doesn't matter how it was approached it was the fact that I was trying to better myself and you know it is what it is so it, it doesn't matter because you know what um, when when I get swole and I get freaking huge 
And you're like, oh, how'd you do that? Oh, no big deal, man. I was just uh, doing some Brazilian jiu-jitsu with my buddy. You may know him. Uh, he had a song called Hotline Bling. His name's Drake. And you're like, oh, how'd you do that? Oh, I just sent him a DM. Oh, you fangirled out. Yeah, I fangirled out so much that he also bought me a brand new car. And you won't know what to do. You'll be like, man, should have sent that message. Should have sent that DM to such and such. You're I punch up. I don't punch down. <laughs> you, you know what? You're absolutely correct. If you sent that DM and managed to hook that whale of a, of a DM. It's not that hard. Sending a DM isn't hard. Hooking the whale is. You're trying to hook a whale. You're trying to hook a whale with like a one-inch hook. And look, if you have the skills to do it, like that. God bless. Don't talk about my size like that. God bless. We said we weren't going to talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> my wife loves me for who I am, okay? Okay, congratulations. You're welcome. <laughs> so if you manage... That's a lie. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> she hates me. If you... If you <laughs> so many questions. On the next episode. I'm trying to finish this plot. Sorry, sorry. So if... If you manage to hook that whale with that goofy hook that's barely big enough to get a minnow, then I have to be like, this man has a technique that I did not know was possible. But here's the deal, though. Who are you to say that uh, the people that I look up to aren't whales? I'm not saying they aren't. Like your boy Dave in King 810. (laughs) What's his name? His name is David, but when you say it, it's Dave. (laughs) That guy Davey there from the band King 810. (laughs) Okay, so anyway, 810. if somehow Dave were to be like, oh, man, I remember that. You know what? We should hang out. I'll be like, damn, Art, well done. Yeah, but now it's at such a level of cringe that I just I don't ever nah, want to see, you can't be You can't be. You have to own it. You, now is the point where you everybody loves a redemption story. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know what? When you see me at the loft during soundcheck on the ground in my gi doing some rolls, you'll be like, man, that could have been me. I'm like, all right, Kung Fu Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> well, we got the episode name now. Kung Fu Kyle. <laughs> do do another kata, Kung Fu Kyle. Yeah, Everybody it. on the floor laughing, <laughs> crying, laughing. Like, he did, he did do it. You know, but the problem is, is it's like I'm at an age now to where like getting into your 30s, like you should have your friends that are set. Like you should have your friends that are, okay, these are going to be my friends for life. I have two of those people. And then I've got, like, people that, like, yeah, hey, you want to go to a concert together? You know, we, excuse me, we don't talk much, but, and then I have that. But, like, outside of that, like, my home life, I have my wife and my kids, and that's it. So I'm sorry that I have to reach out to local celebrities to try and hang out. You know what? I'm done explaining myself. Next topic. Next topic. (laughs) Next topic. I haven't thought about this at all. You couldn't meet somebody at the gym? No, I don't talk to people. When I go to the gym, I put my headphones on, and I don't talk to people. There's a crazy lady there that falls asleep while she's working out. Don't want to be friends with her. There's another guy that literally has a notepad full of just, like, it's like geometry. Like, he, he has it, like, down to a science. There's another guy in there that looks like he could be a fireman or he could be a UFC fighter. I don't want to find out which, okay? So I just, no, there's no reason. I go in there, I put my headphones on, and do my thing. And that's it. I, but the thing is, where am I going to find friends? Like, let's be honest. I've reached a point in my life to where it's like, unless it's work or home, I'm not going to meet a dude at a concert and be like, hey, bro, you seem cool. Let's exchange numbers and be friends. Like, no, that's weird. That's just as cringy as a DM to a a local 
dude. And see, that's where th- that's where your impediment. Well, not your impediment. It's your redirection is having a wife and kids. When you have a wife and kids, like your ability to develop new relationships is cut by like sixty percent because you can't pursue any friendships with females because your wife ain't well, having yeah. that right. So now all you have is dudes. Now you have to find dudes who are along with what you're what you do mm-hmm. and what you do. It's but like, I, I'll be honest with you, but Stan. But you can't go out at night. That's part. That's part of what inhibits right. it. Yeah, I, I do not like this industry when it comes to talking to other people because this industry is fueled with. It's like it's like frat boyish. Yes, like there's groups. Of people that get hired together and they just travel around and it's oh like that God. it's so clicky that it's like I just stick to myself. No, I agree, dude. Like I don't. I have. I have, you do it more than I do because I was like, hey, do you know this person? You're like, nope. I've nope. been yeah, I've been in Lansing Radio for 13 years. Like yeah. now, see. If I was in like any other field, I would know other people in my field because you never know what mind you might be able to pick to develop your own skill sets, build your career. You know, in radio, I do none of that. I don't talk to anybody else in radio outside of my building. Yeah. I don't reach out to them. I don't try and get to know them. Like if I see them in passing and I'll say hi, I'd be cool. See, but that's my stupidity is that I still talk to all, uh, not all of them, but a large majority of my former coworkers. That's not stupidity. It is stupidity though because uh it's like there's no reason for us to continue to talk we're not going to hang out outside of work like these people i don't i only see them at one place and i don't go there much often so it's like why why have you heard the word networking before yeah and i understand from a networking aspect but you know many times networking has screwed me over all it does is oh man you know and i know terry if you're listening it's the long game i get it you know you gotta you gotta be in it to win it but at the same time there's been so many times where i've like tried to network and if somebody comes and messages me like i had somebody do it a couple weeks ago and they were like hey man everything good where you're at i know that they want something they're Mm -hmm. not asking me about my well-being that's exactly what he wanted something and I yeah. gave my advice on it and sent him on his way. Yes. It's like, I'll talk to you in a year from now. That's when- the right thing to do, though, Ugh. because that's networking. Why? What talk? you're doing is telling But him- I do the same thing, though. I reach out to people. Yes, all- yeah. you should, because know. you never know who someone might be. You know, we need somebody for this. Yeah. Why don't you fill out a resume or something? Yeah. Not that we're trying to find a job somewhere. But I'm I almost saying, feel like, like I- You never know where Connect might show up. But I feel like I bug people in that sense. Because if they're like, hey, there's this, I'll be like, all right, cool. And then I check in and, and no response. You, you got to stop feeling that way. Because I need to stop having feelings. Uh, why you got to make it all weird? I'm not making it weird, man. I just need to stop having feelings. <laughs> I just need to stop, Gary. This is when I start <laughs> live on the show and we have a Dr. Phil Oh, moment. man, one day you're going to give an ugly cry. Oh, and we're going to hug it out. It's going to be so weird. Yep. And everyone's going to be like, so uh, is Art okay? And I'll be like. <laughs> Art's going to miss a couple episodes. We're going to have Terry fill in. <laughs> you really think Terry would be a better. <laughs> Terry's kind of like Art, except he has a lot more hair and he, he's a lot cooler. <laughs> but the thing is, is this uh, this industry, man, it, you know, it, 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 it's a lot of. It sucks because, and not in this building, I'm not talking about anybody in this building, but it's a lot of fake people and it's a lot of like yes. fake friendships yes. and a lot of like, Hey, yeah, man, I'll help you out if you ever need help. And then you never hear from those people again, you know? And that's why, that's why I respect you because you keep to yourself. But at the same time, I know if I left, you would still keep in touch with me because you got those damn Bluetooth headphones around you 24 seven. I, I know you're going to get my phone call. Right. But I'm also, I'm also a lot 
uh, more needy compared to the average coworker, the average person. Yeah, so but I you're likably needy. There's a big difference between needy charm and just needy. Yeah. Like, there's charming people who are needy. And yeah. I get it. I get a giggle, I get a laugh, and I give them, like, a little something if I can help them out or whatever. Yeah. But, like, there's people who are just needy, and it's just like, dude, I ain't got nothing You know what's great, you. though, is that I don't have... Maybe it's because I just don't talk to anyone, but I know that like in radio, everybody's got those people that never talk to them unless they need something like concert tickets or something. Everybody has that in every. I don't have that, but that's because I don't talk to anybody. So it's easy. Dude, you just you're just lucky. Like, it's because that that is when I want to blow up on people. I'm like. You literally just saw I was going through this in my life and you didn't reach out. I was going through this in my life. My birthday came up and you didn't wish me a happy birthday. Right. But you want concert tickets? Yes. I've never been able to do that before because no one asked me. See, I have, <laughs> I, but I'm like, I'm different in that I have no problem hooking up people with. with it's not, know, it's like, not a leaf that I hold above somebody's head. What no, I'm, I'm saying, not saying that. Hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. Um, I'm weird in that, like, when I develop an affinity for someone, they stay in my memory permanently as having that as me having that affinity. Yeah. So if I don't talk to them for five years, I still think of them in that way. Now, they might not feel the same for me. And I've come to find that sometimes I think me and him are still boys and we talking and this feels real awkward. Yeah. And the awkward is not coming from me. It's coming from him. It's like, oh, OK. Yeah. So what I thought was this is not this at all. Right. Okay? But like. For some reason, yeah, I have no problem. Like, if that person I haven't talked to in five years goes, yo, I'm going to be in town. There's a show I want to see. Do you have tickets? And I'm like, yep, I have tickets. Go for it, man. Like, You're going to have so many people hitting you up now. And I have no problem telling no either. Hey, Span, I haven't talked to you in 10 years. Remember me? I was the one who plugged the bathroom toilet in high school. You got tickets to this show? <laughs> no, nah, man, we're fresh out. <laughs> yeah, man. Wish you to come to me about, I don't know, five minutes early. Just get away my last pair. Sorry, bro. I have no problem telling people no. Yeah. I have no uh, That's my biggest right. problem. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. We have conversations about it. Yes, yes. I am the worst with telling people no. Yeah, learning But that's how to why tell I've been screwed no. my whole life because I've screwed myself. Yeah. Learning how to tell people no is a skill that it's like, it's scary how many people don't have that ability. And it's like, when you learn how to tell people no, it changes your entire paradigm. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. literally, you can watch your entire life just type reshape itself. Because I mean, there was one point where I had, like, a bunch of friends. Like, maybe, not friend friends, but, like, people who I gave time to. Because I was like, hey, I'm not busy. I'll talk to them. And then one day I realized, you know what? They derive benefit from talking to me. I derive no benefit from talking to them. So I cut them out. See, but th- I couldn't believe how good my life changed. And I didn't think I was lacking anything. All of yeah. a sudden, I had more free time. I was doing, like, a couple of things I was working on. They lined right up. It's mm-hmm. like the universe was like, finally, you advocated for yourself. Move on. We're going yeah. to hook you up with these other things. So, yeah, it's just all about repurposing your energy. So it's... it's Jesus. What, the, what was that? It's like dad every time. I gave, I told him to come in and he kicked the door to, like my dad. Trying to 300 my way through the door. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, <laughs> oh, what he just really happened? Did kick. So sorry, they lost a little bit of audio, but yeah. Regardless, um, I'm going to continue to to fangirl out and and wrapping <laughs> things up here. You are gonna go to the King Show, and you I have am to. gonna make fun of you as you fanboy out, dude. I'm. It's one of my favorite bands, like of all time. 
I know that that sounds really, you know, but they really are. I don't, that's fine. I'm totally going to make fun of you. That's fine. I'm going to have fun with it. Well, you know what? Well, I, I'll i be jumping off of your back as I mosh pit into the... I'm going to get so swollen between then, dude. You think I'm going to be that close? Yeah. No. I know Terry said the same thing, like, yo, let's be in the back. Like, Why be in the back? I'm not even going to be in the back. I'm going to be by the bar, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be behind the bar. I don't want to be anywhere where I could be in a line oh of fire. Oh, my gosh. It's not that bad. Jeez. Anyway, all right, Rev things up here thank you so much for listening to the art and spam podcast kind of did like a mini one uh, we're cut for time today uh but we're gonna have a couple more episodes later on this week so make sure that you subscribe to the rss feed and uh we got some big stuff coming in july yes uh, we're very excited to announce yes. that we will announce that uh either this coming week or next week so make sure that you stick next around it's whenever span wants to do it anyway regardless thank you for listening to the show and uh have a great day